Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Michael, Michael Reed on LMFM. Now, Matt Carthy, as you probably know, is part of uh, the Sinn Féin negotiating team on uh, the talks for forming the next government. He's been recently elected as a TD for Kevin Monaghan and joins us now. And a very good morning to you, Matt Carthy, and thanks for joining us. And congratulations on your election as a TD. Good morning, Michael, and to your listeners. And thank you very much. Um, it seems like a long time ago mm. already we've been as you mentioned, um, very busy since the election. Oh, absolutely. A somewhat uh, belated congratulations. And uh, I suppose uh, the uh, great uh, enthusiasm uh, that uh, people felt and uh, the feeling of uh, change uh, that was so evident at the time of uh, the election of so many Sinn Féin members uh, is waning at this stage. Uh, Can Sinn Féin uh, be part of the next government? And if so, how? Well, first of all, I'm not sure whether the enthusiasm has waned. I was out and about in um, Monaghan over the weekend, and certainly there is an anticipation on behalf of an awful lot of the people that I've been speaking to that the change they voted for will be implemented, and that has been our priority. There is a concerted effort to distract and to dilute that appetite for change, undoubtedly, um, but the issues that were raised during the elections are still issues. The families who are at the brunt of a housing crisis, and this applies as much to counties like Monaghan and Loud and Mead as it does to um, to the um, greater part but of it, Dublin. It doesn't take away from the fact that Leo Vratker is going to give Donald Trump the bowl of shamrock this year as he did last year, and uh, the uh, old government will remain in office until a new government is elected. Is there any hope of uh, forming a, a government with Sinn Féin as part of it? Well, let's see. Um, we have been working from the almost the minute that the counting stopped um, we have been engaging, we have been reaching out to other parties, to independents and um, to the various sectors because we want to ensure that a government is in place as quickly as possible. Of course, you had a scenario where essentially um, Fine Gael spat the dummy out and went into a week-long sulk after the elections. Um, Fianna Fáil have been busy talking about who they won't go into government as opposed to what they want to achieve in government. From our point of view, this is about delivering change. So we don't want to just go into government for the sake of it. This isn't about ministerial seats or who gets... Uh, well, you've changed your mind quite dramatically the in the course of it all, uh, with uh, the first position being that you were going to form a government of uh, the left, uh, the next position being that it was impossible to form a government of uh, the left, and I think the current position is that you're hoping to form a government of the left. 
Our position has actually been steadfast, not only since the election, but during the election campaign itself. We said that our preference would be, and it remains, that we could um, instigate a government that didn't include either Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael in order to maximise the delivery of of change. Our worst outcome, or the worst Mm. outcome from our perspective, is a government that would include both of those two parties because we know what such a government looks like because Mm. we've lived through the realities of those parties in in power for essentially the last century. Mm. So from, uh, from our position, yes, we would prefer and want to have a configuration that leader of those two parties were in government. But from um, where we're at now, it is clear that there will need to be some form of an arrangement between two of the three big parties, whether well, that's that be always been in, the government, yeah. in government That's together. always been the way, and you started off, uh, sorry, but what you said a moment ago is just simply wrong. You started off saying that you were hoping to uh, be part of the next government, then you said it wasn't possible, and now you're saying you hope it is possible. No, I don't know how you oh, I think, yeah, I think so. that oh, I could oh. say as being wrong, Michael. What I said was oh. that our preference would okay. be a government that didn't include Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael and that our worst option would be a government mm. that included both yeah, of them. Yeah, well, last week, Ono Brin and Malde Munster uh, were saying uh, that it wasn't possible. Uh, the numbers just aren't there. Uh, That's now, exactly yeah. what I just said, so, so, Michael. So are the, are, are, are the numbers there? It is not possible to have a stable government unless there is some form of an arrangement between two of the three big parties. Yeah. What we want to ensure... So Fianna Fáil have said no, Fine Gael have said no, so Sinn Féin won't be part of the next government, is that...? Well, if those two parties are determined to exclude Sinn Féin, to isolate our, those... Well, they are, they've said they us, are, yeah. Not only for us and for change, but why in yeah. politics to change position? That's yeah. why I got yeah, well, involved. There's, no, there's no point in us arguing over it. They've said that they are determined to exclude Sinn Féin. And my job as an elected representative, the reason why mm. people of Cavan Monaghan voted for me and my colleague Pauline Tully, and the reason why people across all constituencies voted for candidates representing change in unprecedented numbers. Remember this, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, even between them, don't have a majority in the Dáil. That is a seismic mm. shift mm. in Irish politics. Mm. Now, those two parties have a choice. They can decide to try and ignore that seismic shift by trying to cobble together some government that will be more of the same and exclude those voices for change. And they or probably they will ex- do that. I or mean, they can accept the, the, yeah. the realities. Well, if they're going it's to most that, likely that that's what they will try to do. Uh, is it Sinn Féin's intention to try and thwart that effort? Uh, in other words, is Sinn Féin asking the Greens in particular and others not to enter into an arrangement with a grand coalition of Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil? Well, we're not um, asking or we're certainly not telling other parties what to do, but we are pointing out to all of those parties that you've mentioned that they were part of a mandate for change. And I believe that they would be doing their own voters at their service if they were to facilitate the establishment of a Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael government, for example. But for our part, we're engaging with all of those parties on the basis of policy, because you've seen already... Um, from the briefings that are in, included in today's papers, that uh, for Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, this is all about positions. So they're arguing about who gets to be Taoiseach or mm-hmm. whether or not there's a retreat in Taoiseach. Our conversations with all political parties are actually about resolving the housing crisis, about facing up to the absolute catastrophe that represents our health services, that we actually talk about putting money back in ordinary families and workers pockets, people who have been stretched beyond limit because of the failure of the previous governments to deal with issues like childcare, to deal with the um, huge um, rent costs, to deal with the insurance rip-off, all of those issues that were pertinent 
during the election. And this is one of the things that has surprised Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael because they're used to saying one thing during mm. an election and quickly forgetting about it. We don't do that. We know the reasons why people voted for us. They voted for us to implement the changes that we advocated during the election campaign and our job and responsibility right. now. You might be reading... our power to ensure that the next government does deliver... You might be reading the newspapers this morning and reading from them uh, that it's a matter about negotiating positions. Uh, other people will read the newspapers uh, this morning and uh, see that it's being claimed uh, that Sinn Féin isn't preparing for positions at all in any government uh, and According to Thomas Byrne, that's why you're holding these Trump-style rallies that you've planned. Listen, Thomas Byrne is getting, I have to say, more desperate as the days go go on. What, are, what are these rallies? What, 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 what's the point of them? What's the objective? Well, this is, again, a novel approach to Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael politicians. We're organising a series of public meetings to inform people of our efforts to establish the government for change that they voted for, where we will actually, in the first instance, be holding um, meetings to hear about people's concerns and suggestions and ideas um, for the next mandate. And this is something that we do all the time. We engage with our voters. We don't just disappear for five years after every election. Is the idea to get people to revolt against the inevitable and the inevitable is uh, that Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil will form the next government with whoever joins them in that crusade? No, our, um, the idea is to engage with the electorate, to, to ensure the people can have their say in terms of what we do, but also so that we can hear their own views and aspirations. But you'll be in opposition. For the future. Who knows, Michael? At the moment, there is no prospect of a government because, as I say, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael are arguing over who becomes the next uh, Taoiseach yeah, and who that, gets that, what ministerial... You don't... You're, you're, you're not really believing all well, that stuff, are one you? thing... I mean, uh, I, you know that this is just a, a matter of getting to the end game where both of them have their backs against the walls. We tried everything else. There's no option and we have no choice but to do a deal and, with the other side. And that, and that's just going to happen and it has to take ages, forever and a, a day for it to happen so that nobody's nose is out of joint. Well, it appears to me, Michael, that you're suggesting that we just lie back and allow that process to run its course. We're not going to participate in the charade. We want to see the housing crisis resolved. In fact, the very notion... No, I'm saying it's out of your hands. I'm just wondering if you're trying to get people to revolt against what is inevitable, which is that Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael coalition. We want to keep people informed and we want to be informed. And that's why we're holding a series of public meetings. And I think it's telling the um, vitriolic reaction by Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael representatives to the very notion that a political party would hold itself accountable to those people who voted for it. Okay. Um, what we're doing, and this is and this is why there's an urgency in the work that Sinn Féin are doing. Fianna Fáil last week were briefing that it could be the end of April or even early May before a government is in place. Mm. Every day that there is a delay in the formation of an ex-government is a day in which the housing crisis intensifies. The day where families who are living in box rooms of their parents' mm. houses um, continue to wonder, will their solution ever be resolved? I drove Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Everybody I, I is sick of it. Everybody is sick of it. And the exactly. politicians are playing politics and doing what politicians do, which well, is play politics. What we're doing is what Sinn Féin yeah, do. We're yeah. engaging with our communities okay. and we're trying to find right. the answers but while all of to this, those issues. While, and we're trying to implement the policies that we were elected all on. All right. But while all, while all of this is happening, it, it really remains very Political uh, and political in the sense uh, that uh, it's uh, delicate in terms of who is talking, what they say uh, in respect of forming a government or not forming a government or possibly even holding a- another uh, election. Uh, this is uh, politics 
as if it's a, an election campaign, do you believe that our Angarda Shia Khanna has interfered politically? Listen, I'm not going to get involved in what is clearly an attempt to distract away from the issues. By the, gar- by, 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 by the Garda Commissioner, Drew Harris has said that you're being directed uh, by the Army Council of uh, the IRA. Do you believe uh, that that's political interference? Well, I, all I know is that I'm not being directed by any Army Council. In fact, I don't believe that there is any Army Council in play. The IRA have gone away. They've left the stage. That is for the better. Politics takes centre stage. I take my... Are you asking us not to trust the Garda Commissioner? No, I'm asking people to um, to accept that I take direction from nobody other than the people who elect me and the Sinn Féin decision-making process, which is very open and transparent. OK, and in, you're a in, TD. Uh, yes. you, you may be a, a member of for the next government. You've spent a, a long time telling us that you might be uh, and that your party may be in government. Are you asking us to believe the Garda Commissioner when he speaks or are you asking us uh, to take it with a, a grain of salt? I'm telling you that the IRA no longer exists, that I take direction from nobody other than the people who elect me and the Sinn Féin decision-making process. Do you That's have confidence fact. in the Garda Commissioner? Listen, Michael, why are you trying to distract away from what I'm... Because the Garda Commissioner has said that Sinn Féin is being run by the Army Council of uh, the Provisional IRA. Uh, And uh, either it is or it isn't. And if it isn't, he's wrong and needs to apologise for being wrong or he's being mischievous and is interfering politically. Well, I think if anybody's mischievous, it's people who are misrepresenting what the Garda Commissioner said because he didn't utter the words that you're after attributing to him for a start. But what I'm telling you... Well, he agrees with the MI5 report, doesn't he? Well, listen, and that's... um, We will have our interactions and our discussions with the guards if needs be. But in relation to the politics of the here and now, people want to see the housing crisis resolved. They want to see the health crisis resolved. A huge number of people came out and voted on February the 8th for Sinn Féin candidates in a bid to ensure that they would be resolved. Our job okay, now, so you don't believe it's political answer, interference then, answer, is it? Answer, I'm telling you the situation as I see it. Do you believe, Michael, that I take direction from some unknown group of men or women that compose of an imaginary uh, army council? I'll tell you what I do know. The Garda Commissioner has implied that you do. So well, are, are, are I, you saying I, that, 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 that that is political I, interference or is it not political interference? I'm telling you what the position is. I'm a senior member of Sinn Féin. It's not a very a difficult question, is it? I'm an elected me- yeah, representative. And you're saying that you don't take direction from the IRA or anybody else. I understand that. But I'm asking you if the Garda Commissioner has interfered politically or if he has not interfered politically. And what I'm telling you, I'm not going to play that game. because It's not a game. There is an attempt to distract away This is from the head the of the police force and, the and, and how the police force interacts with government. It's a, it's a very, very important issue. Listen, the Garda Commissioner is also on the record in the same interview where he was explicit and said that he would happily work with whoever was part of the next government, even if that included um, Sinn Féin. So we'll take that um, and, uh, and lead the, take that position on board but, from our perspective. But the Garda Commissioner should be apolitical in his utterances, shouldn't he? Michael, I'm not going to go down that road. I'm, not, I'm telling you, my priorities at the moment, I am here in Dublin for a series of meetings. Yes. We're going to be meeting with the Green Party this afternoon. We're going to be talking to them about the implementation of our policy platform because we believe that that implementation will make people's lives better. And that's what we're going to concentrate on. And we're not going to be distracted by attempts 
by particularly our, our political opponents who are trying to lay uh, the ground uh, I, I, the, the, I, the groundwork. I would hope to, that the next uh, government, a government that ignores the mandate for change, that w- um, people delivered on February the eighth. I would hope that the next government, however that's formed, will be apolitical, uh, or would, would I beg your pardon, would feel that the Garda Commissioner should be apolitical, uh, and that should be policy of government. Uh, and you're saying that you won't comment on what is a fundamental uh, approach to running the country, that uh, the, the, the Gardaí are independent, that they, they don't look on matters in, in a political way. I'm not, I'm not the one who's suggesting that they're doing anything other than that. Well, I've asked, you, I've asked you. I've asked you. So you don't believe that Drew Harris ha- has interfered politically? What I'm saying is, Michael, there have been commentary over the weekend that people like me are taking direction from some group of so-called shadowy figures or whatever term you want. But what you're not saying is whether it was political Uh, interference or or not. I mean, Drew Harris was accused of political interference when he arrested Gerry Adams over the murder of Jim McConville during the European elections. Michael, I'm concentrating on the issues on which I was given a mandate to comment on. But you're not answering the question. But what do you want me to say? Well, you can say, yes, it was political interference, or you can say, no, it wasn't political interference. But I'm not playing those games, because these are clearly games to distract away from the issues that are affecting people's lives. There are people listening to your show this morning that are, have faced the brunt of uh, fa- failures of Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael governments across a raft of areas. There are people who are worse off now, um, even though they're back at work, than they were during the period of um, the height of the austerity programme. And they want solutions. They want money put back in their pocket. They want to have affordable childcare. They want to be able to ensure that their children can access the housing mm. market. They want to be able to ensure that they can get to work. And this is a distraction, is it? Every day. What I'm saying is it's it, my belief that there are people trying to distract away from all those issues. Is Drew Harris, one, is Drew Harris one of those people? No, I'm saying the political parties are doing everything in their power and there are some within the media that are facilitating conversations. Are they using what Drew Harris said to distract from those issues? Michael, I'm not allowing them to do so, even if that is their intention, because I am telling you that my job as an elected representative of the Dáil is to ensure that the issues that concern people are addressed. And that's why we've been engaged in intensive negotiations with other political parties. And while some parties are intent on excluding not me, but the people who voted for me, then my job is to face up to that and to try and put forward what uh, an alternative government can look like and what we can deliver. And that's why we're holding public meetings. And that is why, again, the response of other political parties is to distract, to talk about Trump, to talk about everything else, other than the issues that people um, were motivated by on February the 8th. So okay. we've a lot of work and, that's, and that's why you're not talking about that issue, that issue that I was asking you about. I'm talking about the issues that affect people's mm, lives. Yeah. Um, I'm mm. telling you, I take direction from nobody other than the people who vote for me and the Sinn Féin decision-making processes, which is open and, trans- and transparent. The IRA, thankfully, have gone away. They've mm. left the stage. They are no more. If people want to argue otherwise, in my view, they're playing in semantical game-playing. Um, the truth of the matter is that the realities of people's lives need to be addressed in the here and now and that's what I'm going to be concentrating all my efforts on. So Drew Harris's semantical game playing? No, but Michael, I don't know why you're trying Because to Drew Harris said he agreed with that MA5 report and that the IRA Army Council, the provisional IRA Army Council is uh, directing Sinn Féin. It's Drew Harris who said that so you said that's semantical game playing. 
No, I'm saying that there are some within our political opponents and within the media who are trying to do everything to distract away from the issues that mobilise people on February the 8th. Okay. Um, and they're going, but and no matter how many times I ask you, no matter how many times I ask you or how many different ways I try to ask you, you're just not making any comment uh, on Drew Harris making public utterances like that. Invo- I'm not getting involved in what is clearly an attempt to distract people away from the realities of their life into, um, as I say, um, into cul-de-sacs and into um, other conversations. The importance of the mandate that we received last week in the Dáil, for the first time in the history of the state, a candidate other than one from Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael secured the most number of votes to be Taoiseach. Mm. That is what has led to this hysteria in relation to the fact that we're daring to engage with our electorate through a series of public meetings um, and the fact that parties are trying to um, avoid all responsibility for their assertion that they're going to exclude over half a million voters from the discussions in relation okay. to the next government. All right, look, we'll leave it there for the moment and thank you indeed for joining thank us you, on the programme this morning. Uh, that's uh, Matt Carthy, Sinn Féin TD for Kevin Monaghan. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.